it's a love-hate relationship when you're working with buyers and it's sometimes it's their way or the highway and sometimes we play with zipstring it's the only thing like it and i want a good show damn it great freaking show doing awesome yeah excited <laughs> to talk to you thank you for yes Welcome to another episode of the Ecom Show. I'm your host, Andrew Maff. And today I'm joined by the amazing Austin and Steven, who are the co-founders of Zipstring. Guys, how you doing? You ready for a good show? Doing awesome. great. Thanks for having us. Yes. Super excited. Um, love the product. Love the concept. No idea how this came to be. So very excited to hear the story. Uh, per usual, I'll do the stereotypical thing. Give you guys a second here. Tell us a little bit about yourselves you know, where you guys started, how you got started with Zipstring, and we'll kind of take it from there, okay? Sure. Yeah, yeah. did you want to do, like, background a little bit? Uh, it's just a short history, real short. Okay. Um, well, my name is Stephen Fazio. I love electronics and design electronics, um, and Zipstring actually got started when I was at school at, at Georgia Tech, Um I entered into a hackathon for our robotics team, and we were supposed to design a, a circuit board smaller than the size of a credit card. It could do anything as long as the whole bill of materials was under $50. And so I used this inspiration. I saw this physics teacher on YouTube um, demonstrate this benchtop string launcher, and I thought, whoa, that would be super cool if I could compactify that make something smaller than a circuit board. And so I actually have that, um, that prototype here. This is the first, uh, I guess, zip string prototype. And that's what won me the hackathon. And so I made a small batch. Um, and then I put it on the internet and it got some traction on, on TikTok. Everybody loved it. They were <laughs> like, oh, where could I buy this? And then I thought to make uh, I was like, well, you can't buy it. It doesn't really exist yet. And, and so I thought to make like a Kickstarter or something, but the, it didn't really get rolling until I met Austin. Uh, so nice segue. <laughs> yeah. There <you> go. <laughs> so I'm uh, Austin Hillam. I, I love just engineering, working with my hands and, and, and things like that. And so uh, between semesters, I was studying engineering at, at Brigham Young University in Utah. I was home in Georgia, and I met Stephen at church. And he had me over, and he was showing me all his his bedroom laboratory and his and his zip string prototype, his string shooter. And we were just nerding out about it for <laughs> you know the next hour of just thinking you know how we could change it, how we could make it better. So. I bring him over to my place and we are currently what you're seeing is in my parents' basement. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> and we start, um, you know, working on a new prototype. My dad jumps in on the fun 
and um, together uh, we came up with this prototype and and Stephen put this together and uh, we both you know were basically sitting around the table and said you know we had something awesome we all knew we had something amazing and so we all shared and said Stephen you can't share this with anyone you know uh, what we have here is super awesome well come to find out Stephen shortly posts a video of just this song <laughs> on his TikTok. I was in my closet, like in my bedroom, and I just said, oh, look at this string launcher, super smooth, super satisfying or something. Wow, look at this. And I put it on the, on the caption, like, coming soon to Kickstarter to see if anything would happen. I completely did not expect uh, what, what came from that. Yeah, that night, that video had 20 million views from oh. page of Reddit. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, just it sent a ripple through the internet. And so we kept running with it, um, you know, launched a Kickstarter and it was just viral video after viral video. Everyone wanted to understand how this works and because it just is so different. Um, and, uh, you know, we didn't really explain kind of what Zipstring is. So for those that have no idea what we're talking about, Zipstring is it's like he said, a small hand device that takes a loop of string and pushes it through these motors so fast that the whole thing floats in the air. And what's so cool is that how it works is that we make the string fuzzy. And that fuzziness creates drag in the air as the string is flying, which generates a lift. So now you have a loop of string that is floating in the air and emulating all your movements. And so that's the special thing about Zipstring that nobody had seen before. Sure, you might have had like a physics demonstration, yeah. some big benchtop thing, but what we had done is make it into a toy that that the, the user can fit in the palm of their hand. Yeah. And that's where it's super fun because then you can capture so many different waves and movements um, in the string as it's just floating in the air. It's like drawing in 3D almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, so interesting. <laughs> yeah. So it's, you uh, you created this this toy. It's a very interesting invention. How did you end up making this into a business? Because, you know, clearly seven-figure business is not a small feat. So it, it's not obviously just a toy. You've created a, a pretty substantial business out of it. How did you go about doing that? How did you continue to market it and get it out there? So, um, you know, it's, it's taken a lot of learning and, and, you know, you're riding on a roller coaster with the high peaks and then you, the low valleys. But, um, what I think what we have is we're an innovation team. We're good at coming up ideas and we're, we're good at working hard. And so we just, you know, thought, you know, we got to launch a Kickstarter. We got to get the some money behind this to, you know, do the tooling and to get started to buy, you know, inventory. And so, yeah, everybody was like, where can I buy this? I want to buy it right now. And, and saying um, all of these like awesome things. Well, we're just kind of like, well, we want to see the money first. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you know, because because you, you don't it doesn't really process in your head that that this like small toy could really become a business like you're saying. Um, especially at the like form factor that we had it in. So here I'd like to show you um, when you run a Kickstarter, you want to show people a proof of concept. And this was our proof of concept yeah. uh, design. It has the enclosure. 
it has the wheels um and this is what we showed to everybody but you know to your point how do you make a scalable business because this being a prototype still can make a scalable business out of it so we were just completely redoing and revising our entire um product until we got to a point that we knew we could scale it something that is reasonable to manufacture um uh, that we can have outsourced eventually. So, so to so as soon as we started the Kickstarter, we started looking at you know how could we you know uh, manufacture this overseas. So as we were trying to figure that out, we designed new models, uh, new prototypes, um, and uh, we relied completely on just organic traction and growth throughout the entire time. Mm-hmm. You know, for the first eighteen months of Zipstring. We didn't spend a dollar in paid media or advertising. And because the, you know, we post a video and it goes viral. We post another video, it goes viral. So our entire Kickstarter, you know, that was funded completely just organically. Um, and, you know, we're just posting on our social medias and things like that. Um, well, it's time to, you know, deliver the 4,000 zip strings that um, we, uh, you know, sold from our Kickstarter and uh, overseas manufacturing was taking forever to get fired up. So what do we do? We, uh, you know, I, we bought six resin printers. We brought some friends in, ordered the motors and batteries and everything and made 4,000 in house, you know, by hand. Um, <laughs> yeah. And also the context of this is kind of during just at the tail end of COVID where you couldn't really reliably set up a supply chain a lot of things were yeah. always just up in the air, especially with the open uh, uh, ocean shipments and stuff like that. So that's why we just put our heads down to it and decided we have to make these ourselves now to get them out of the door. Yeah. So when our Kickstarter ended, we continued to amass a lot of pre-orders through a website. Different, you know, influencers uh, uh, reached out and, and YouTubers and. Um, wanting to you know demonstrate this phenomenon there's a group we work closely with uh, called do perfect um and they took it on a nationwide stage tour and so you know it was just a lot of fun and just so much happened in such a short time um but we ended up you know through the trenches of manufacturing zipstring on our own developing a product and you know the whole process of making this product um, in, um, to something so much better. And that's what we have being manufactured overseas. So how are you positioning the product? Cause it's so, it's so out there. Like it's obviously not something that's existed before. So are you kind of like, this is a toy similar to like a yo-yo or like a fidget spinner kind of thing where like you can do tricks with it, but it can also just keep you entertained for a while or are you kind of positioning this in like a different light? Like how are you kind of selling this to the consumer? You know, it's, it's a great question because it, it changes all the time. You know, we kind of have this overall view of this is how we're selling it, but you know, there's so many different demographics and, and audiences that will, you know, will target ones at different times. So when it's, whether it's kids and we're, we're, you know, selling this as, you know, a toy that, you know, is can keep you busy for hours because it's a little can, babysitter. You give it to your kids, yeah. <laughs> hold their attention, right? You know, 
Um, so because, you know, zipstring that emulates movements, there's unlimited possibility of shapes and tricks and, you know, people come up with. So people will film their tricks and send it to us and we'll name it, put on the website. Um, so there's that. But there's also a whole community that loves to take these to festivals and concerts and parties. Um, and, you know, we have fluorescent string that glows to black light and, and all kinds of stuff. So there's the whole audience where we'll target them and they'll, you know, they're buying them for their shows. Um, so you mentioned the fidget spinner and you did mention the yo-yo. Um, and from our perspective, I would definitely put this more toward the box of, of yo-yo type type play that kind of play style mm -hmm. um because the fidget spinner is just like a little thing that yeah. spins in your hand um the ability to do tricks and the challenge of uh using longer strings is what makes the zip string more akin to more like a yo-yo like a skill-based yeah. toy so that's where you get like where you can see somebody using this for uh an extended amount of time is trying to master some trick yeah. versus oh it just spins in my hand looks cool it's fidgety so where are you so obviously your upsell opportunities there are different colored strings longer strings which i'm sure your costs are astronomical for stuff like that but what's is there a plan for how you're going to expand the product line or are you actually kind of going more wide and seeing what you can do to start to develop like you know, kind of that culture of people who are doing tricks with it and just expand the audience? The, great question. And I think the answer is is both. We are expanding the classic version of Zipstring mm -hmm. just as far, as far as we can. But while we're doing that, we're coming up with new products. And uh, this fall, we'll launch our latest uh, model. Um, and, you know, we're careful to disclose all the details um but it is something again the world has never seen and um and so you know steven you know we all love innovating especially steven and so he is constantly making changes and tweaking and doing the product while you know our other team and, and myself were handling more of the business and the marketing and and you know the e-commerce side of things so to answer your question about like expanding out the product line, uh, yeah, we're going to have a new product launching um, here soon. And then we'll have kind of some sister uh, products, um, accessories, mm -hmm. accessories that are related to it. Like you said, different, different types of string, lengths, colors, yeah. uh, et cetera. Um, but uh, like Austin's saying, there's, there are always tweaks that you can do to optimize your product. Because I come at this from like the very much hardware engineering uh, angle. Mm -hmm. um, our, our newest version is going to have uh, like two times faster charging. Um, it's going to last for uh, like half an hour longer than like holding it, holding it down and running it for, for uh, like, like a straight run. Uh, our zip strings will run for over an hour straight. Um, this next version, we optimized that. So now it's going to run for like an hour and a half um, straight, uh, nice. like continuing runtime. So so there are always like tweaks and other things from from the product and that, that we're doing to make it um, 
that that kind of uh, expand out. And uh, and to speak more on the you know I know we're just kind of sometimes I feel like we're just kind of rambling off on all kinds of things, but it is so exciting um, because you know expanding. There's so many different ways you expand that. You know whether we're launching in different countries or uh, and this fall we launch in the you know the big the big box stores this fall um, oh, nice. and so different distribution channels and all kinds of, of things there. So you, uh, you obviously went the shark tank route as well. What, uh, what was the thought behind doing that? How'd that whole experience go? Tell me a little bit about that. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, just several months in Zipstring, they, you know, everyone's like saying, you got to apply to shark tank and, you know, do that. So I, you know, I just submitted the, the little one page application there. You don't think much about it. It's just, you know, yeah. we're too busy for anything else. So submit it done. Well, that was October 21, uh, March of 22. They, we get a call from Shark Tank and, uh, you know, they say, Hey, love your guys' product. Um, we have a couple questions for you. Do you, you know, my answering these? And so answer the questions. We're like, great we want you to send in this big, you know, a video, a video kind of entry kind of thing. So we uh, get back to them and say, we, our hands are so tied right now. Can we get this video back to y'all in a month? And because we were fulfilling our, our Kickstarter. Yeah. We were just trying to get product out of the door. And then Shark Tank is like, Hey, give us this, this video. Do all this work. (laughs) Yeah. And so we told them, get, come back, reach back out to us in a month. And so they did. And then we asked, hey, two more weeks. And then in two more weeks, they reached back out to us. And we're like, two more weeks. Like, we just, we're just, we're almost there. And we were playing, you know, hard to get or anything. But we really were yeah, just so, busy. <laughs> you know, um, trying to get these Kickstarter orders out. And so, again, they reached back in two more weeks. And we, you know, we get make the time to... Uh, make this video we sent it in and you know they just keep sending us down the the whole shark tank you know funnel or, or process yeah you know they send you producers and you work with them and then um throughout the entire time they never told us you're going on the show you know you never have this this confirmation that you're, you're going on the show but all of a sudden you'll have two tickets in your hand to la and like well i I guess we're going on the show. I mean, even after you shoot, you don't really have assurance that you're going to air either. Yeah. It's like until I see it on national television with my own yeah. eyes, they keep you in yeah. limbo kind of. Also, also very true. So once it did air, how, uh, how are the results on the site? How did everything, did everything pick up from there? Absolutely. Um, it, it is a, it is a big bump. Um, we had, 200,000 people on the site that night. Um, uh, you know, we sold out of our inventory airing on the East Coast within five minutes of it airing. Yeah. So to give you some context around that, by the time by the time we filmed, we had received our inventory from overseas. That was the whole big uh, dilemma that we were facing and why we were so caught up with the Kickstarter is because um, we were we were just ho- trying to hold off this horde of of 
customers who had pre-ordered and, and uh, needed their product. And it was until we got our factory to produce everything um, uh, that, that we were uh, uh, we kind scale. of in a bind. Yeah. yeah. And so once we set that up, we got our product, got our inventory. And then I think it was maybe a week or two after is when we uh, filmed Shark Tank. Um, so by the time we aired, we already did have inventory. Yeah. So just to That's contextualize. Clearly, clearly not enough inventory. Yeah. No. So you had a, a video go viral. That picked up a lot of stuff. You did Kickstarter. It picked up a lot of stuff. Then you did Shark Tank. That picked up a lot of stuff. What's your marketing approach now? Are you, you know, are, are you kind of staying heavy on an influencer side? Are you doing social? Are you doing paid? Have you ventured into like Amazon or Walmart? Like how, how have you have stuff structured now? So we've, we, uh, not too long ago, we launched in Walmart. We do a lot of paid media now, Facebook, Instagram ads. Mm-hmm. And I'd say a majority of, you know, the marketing and the budget goes into that right now. Zipstring is such a demonstrable item that, yeah. you know, capturing people's attention, it does a, it does a really good job here. Clearly. Um, <laughs> and so um, we do a lot of paid media. Currently, I'm I, we're learning more about kind of the paid influencer route, the kind of testing things like that. That's something, you know, still learning. Um, uh, but I know it's it's such a growing market, yeah. um, especially these days. Um, and, uh, and it's a lot of, it's just expanding, you know, to, to Walmart and, you know, the other big box stores and things like that, where, um, you know, a lot of our time and efforts are, are going towards. Yeah. We're always surprised how many people have seen Zipstring, but we're also always surprised how many people haven't. And right. so it does take um trying to put yourself out there and getting exposure like you're saying yeah and the nice thing about the product too is you know kind of like you mentioned it's so demonstrable like this thing could be anywhere and be purchased it's i could see it at a toy store obviously but then it could very well be a grocery store or a drug store or it could be in a sports like they're gonna be all over the place so it's one of those things where like there's so much you could do from a sales channel and retail placement to marketing, it's kind of like where that's where I always see is the biggest struggle is where do you focus for a while before you venture into other things and, and end up, you know, spreading off way, way more than you can chew. Um, it's true. It's so true. Yeah. So we can show up the packaging. Um, speaking of. Yeah. Um, so this is what a, the new retail packaging looks like. Um, so what you'll see on like a store shelf is all clear and it shows very clearly, you know, people using it. And we have uh, QR codes we made sure to include because it, it makes a difference being able to see a video versus, yeah. huh, there's this string on, on a package. Um, and then we have our, our other uh, packaging, which is fulfilled like our... Uh, the non-retail. Non-retail. The non-retail, the, the, sh- the s- small sleek box kind of a thing. Smart. Is a majority of your revenue coming from retail or from D2C? Right now, it's all D2C um, and until this fall. Um, and so... That'll change. You know, <laughs> that'll, that'll change. Um Working with retail though is it's 
it's it's a love hate relationship you know when you're working with you know the buyers and um you know it's sometimes it's their way or the highway mm-hmm. and sometimes we play you know with zip string with, you know it's the only thing like it you know um we own the ip and everything so you know what other road do you want to go and so sometimes we can kind of play that game but it is it is exhausting yeah um, it's uh it's a different beast it is a different beast. Um, <laughs> so we're interesting. We're very interested to see how it's going to you know, play out this fall. Yeah. I'm super excited to see how it plays out. And, and now I really want to see what's coming out in the fall that obviously the show isn't important enough for you to tell us, which is fine. <laughs> but uh, so we'll, we'll keep an eye out for it. Uh, Austin, Steven. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. I don't want to take up too much of your time. I would love to give you guys the opportunity to let everyone know they can find out more about you and, of course, more about ZipString. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Where? <laughs> ZipString.com, right? Oh, sorry. I think you broke up there. Oh, did what you? Did, sorry yeah, about yeah. that. Where uh, Where can we hear more about ZipString? Oh, ZipString.com. Okay. And, yeah, com. And now we have the official uh, ZipString handle on Instagram. This is oh, just ZipString everywhere. Um, you can find us. Beautiful. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the show. Everybody else who tuned in, obviously, thank you. Uh, to the usual, to rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff on whichever podcast platform you prefer, or head over to ecomshow.com to check out all of our previous episodes. But as usual, I appreciate you all joining us, and we'll see you all next time. Have a good one. Thank you for tuning in to the Ecom Show. Head over to ecomshow.com to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform or on the Blue Tusker YouTube channel. The Ecom Show is brought to you by Blue Tusker, a full-service digital marketing company specifically for e-commerce sellers looking to accelerate their growth. Go to bluetusker.com now for more information. Make sure to tune in next week for another amazing episode of the Ecom Show.